what does the Bible have to say about judging people? And what does it have to say about your own personal plans in life? Today on the Midweek Move, we're going to talk about that. podcast where we examine scriptures line by line, verse by verse, and ask ourselves, what is happening here and how does it actually apply to our lives? I'm joined again today by my good friend, Pastor Dustin, or Deustin. What do you prefer to be called, man? <laughs> uh, you know, I've been saying Pastor Deustin for so long now, it, it just kind of rolls off the tongue. I've almost <laughs> accidentally introduced myself at church that, that way a few times now. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, when I was doing the prep work, uh, talking with my pastor about who we're going to bring onto the show, I called you Deustin three or four times. Like, his name is Dustin. It's not Deustin, and I don't have a, a speech impediment. Uh, yeah. <laughs> May just get my name legally changed at this point. Uh, I've said it so many times. That works. That works. So, hey, uh, last week, uh, Dustin and I, we, we dove deep into verses 1 through 10 of James. Had a great conversation about, about humility, repentance, and turning to the Lord. And this week, James is going to continue, kind of walk us through some more stuff in this whole how to treat people, how to do life as Christians. And he starts off pretty strong here in verse 11 uh, with uh, some interesting vocabulary. It says this, do not speak evil against each other. Or, I'm sorry, against uh, one another, brothers. Uh, the one who speaks against a brother or judges his brother speaks evil against the law and judges the law. Okay. So apparently we, we talked about earlier how... Uh, this church is dealing with a lot of issues of infighting and to the point where um, they're like, if you were less than others financially or position in life, you were kind of pushed to the side and people who were more influential, the more they could do for you, they were praised. And with that kind of world taking place, we have a lot of infighting, a lot of bickering, and we're beginning to kind of talk down to people. Um, the suggestion here is that maybe there's some slander going on, mm. some criticizing going on. Uh, Dustin, what are your thoughts on this first verse here, man? Yeah, it's, um, man, it, it's a, such a, a strong reminder. I, I love that James is always so direct in what he says. <laughs> right. It's so practical and it's so direct and it always hits you right between the eyes. You cannot read through James and just walk away unscathed. Right. It always, it hits you right where it hurts. Um, but hey, sometimes that's what we need. And, and that's... Exactly. Especially what he's starting right here in our reading today on uh, goes back to a lot of what he talked about in chapter three um, mm. about the, the the fire in the tongue, you know, um, that that power of life yeah. and death in the words. Uh, that's what he says. Do not speak evil against one another, brothers. Um, the, the Bible tells us in many other places like, um, you know, they'll know that you're my disciples based on how you love one another and people who love one another do not speak evil against one mm -hmm. another. Um, so how are we speaking? How are we talking to each other? How are we talking? And look what it says brothers, like mm. amongst our, our brothers and sisters in Christ. How are we speaking to each other? How are we um, uh, the words that we say, are we building each other up? Like we're also commanded directly about that. Like our words should be used in thanks, uh, thanksgiving and praise and that kind of stuff, but also only speak what is good for building up, for edifying, for encouraging. Yeah. Um, but instead so often we speak evil against one another. And then mm. man, it goes on to say, like, if you do that, 
it's not just, you know, some little little deal. No, he says, if you speak evil against your brother or mm. judge your brother, he, he's like equating these two things. Just speaking right. evil against someone is the same as, as judging them. Right. Um, he says, you speak evil against the law and you yeah. judge the law. Like, who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, this whole aspect about the laws, I was studying that out. More than likely speaking to the Old Testament, where it actually talks about love your brother as you love yourself. And so we're speaking, he's like, when you judge another brother, when you are speaking evil against them, you're no longer loving them as you love yourself. Right. And therefore, the, the very law that you're standing on, because we're brothers, we're standing on, on the scriptures, you're now speaking against it. You're denying mm. it. Yeah. Now, I want to say this. There are some people, the saying not to judge each other is not the same as me going to you going, hey, Dustin. I'm really concerned about you because this beard is just too long. I feel like the Lord doesn't like that. You know, let's say that. <laughs> and I just come back and say, Dallas, I'm just trying to become more Christ-like. That's it. That's, just, that's the beard. That's it. So, but it's, it's talking about like judging fruit. Just, right. you know, it's not talking about that. There's a difference between judging somebody and then examining fruit and in loving, graceful, biblical way going, hey, bro, I, I'm not sure this is good for you. I feel like the, this is what the scriptures say. Mm -hmm. And let's walk through this together because I think that you're, you're hurting yourself spiritually. That's not what we're right. talking about right here. We're having people that are just judging people right out and yeah. uh, almost along the lines of, you know, the, the gossip line, you know, did you hear what they mm -hmm. said? Did you hear what they do? Right. You know, they play those weird video games online. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right. No, yeah, yeah. That, that's absolutely it. And that's oh, uh, good. Like godly, care and concern from a place of humility and, and concern is a good thing. That's a Absolutely. gift. That's a beautiful thing. Um, I'm grateful for that. That's part of iron sharpening iron. And, and, you know, I'm looking out for you. You're looking out for me. Right. Uh, but uh, it's sadly so rare nowadays. Instead, mm -hmm. it's, it's often us holding others to our own standards and right. our own standards of righteousness and whatever. And like, I think it should be this way. And so if you don't do that, I'm going to look down on you. I'm going to shun you, gossip about you, whatever. Um, when that's <laughs> obviously you are, uh, yeah, going against the very law you claim to stand on. Exactly. Um, man. And, and especially like just using that, that, terminology of the law like think about what did jesus say are the two greatest commandments <laughs> loving mm. the lord our god with all our heart soul mind and strength and right. loving our neighbor as ourself we can't get those two <laughs> and we're standing <laughs> on that supposedly you know oh yeah i'm fulfilling the great two uh the two commandments there um but instead i'm speaking evil against my brother right no no you doesn't work that way yeah <laughs> what i love though is james continues on here in verse 12 there is only one lawgiver and judge, he who is able to save and to destroy. But who are you to judge your neighbor? Again, mm -hmm. he's calling them out because they're having this mindset. They're not coming into with a loving, hey, brother, there's a problem. They're coming out, I am going to judge you. I have declared you're ungodly. I have declared right. that this is this and that. He's like, you're not God. <laughs> right, yeah. And again, exactly. we're not advocating for the mindset of not correcting each other. We're saying... Mm -hmm. If you don't do it, check the plank in your eye. <laughs> yes, yes, right. Like so much of what James says, it comes down to the state of the heart. Like wh why are we saying this? Where are we coming from? Yeah. Uh, last last week we talked so much about that, like submitting myself and being humble and, and humbling myself and then the Lord will exalt us and all that. But um, <laughs> recognizing 
He is God. He is the judge. He is the lawgiver. He is the one who has the authority to stand on that. <laughs> Not right. me. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, in submission before him, just like the rest of us are. Yeah. Uh, so who am I to, to step up above everyone else and look down on others? No. Who am I to judge my neighbor? Uh, when I've got that plank in my eye or I've exactly. got, yeah, it's, but we do it so often. <laughs> so often. And, but I think you just said a great point. It, it really boils down to the intentions of the heart. Where are we at? Some people, when we, we talk about bringing correction things, um, they act like, oh, you can't do it. No, man. If I'm coming from a heart of, of grace, man, this is, you know, we're loving you. We're walking you through this stuff. I'm trying not to be a jerk. Some people, they just get offended regardless when correction happens and yeah. nothing you can do about that. That's their heart. But right. if we come out with pure hands and, uh, and clean our clean hands and a pure heart, God will bless that. And mm-hmm. um, kind of moving forward now, verse 13, another issue of the heart. Um, right off the bat, it doesn't sound like there should be a problem here. Uh, verse 13, come now, you who say today or tomorrow, we will go into such and such a town and spend a year there and trade and make a profit. On the surface, that sounds like a normal, like, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go down to the store. I'm going to buy some groceries. I'm, I'm making plans. This doesn't sound like a problem, right? Right. Yeah. It sounds there, like a there's- normal thing just practical wisdom in that that's like good business sense and whatever is like i'm planning i'm coming up with a uh, an idea and whatever and we're going to do this and that um but and again we'll see in a second he gets to the heart of it but uh it's it's well uh we'll go on yeah <laughs> and then, then address it <laughs> we're, we're excited about this verse 14 yet you do not know what tomorrow will bring what is your life for you are a mist that appears for a little time and then vanish. Verse 15, instead, you ought to say, if the Lord wills, he will live, uh, we will live and do this or that. He's not saying, rebuking them for making plans. He's rebuking them because they're making plans without a heart of going, man, what's the Lord saying? Yeah. What is the, what's the Lord's intention for my life and, and, and how we're going to move forward with things? They're not counting in the God aspect of their life. Right. At yeah. At all. And that, that's why um, he says that, that is, that's evil. That's boasting. That's like elevating ourself, um, mm. saying I'm in charge of my own life and my destiny and whatever, instead of, again, humbling ourselves and <laughs> submitting to God. Right. Um, so much of this is, is that picture of the heart is mm. being humble, is uh, a state of humility. Um, it's it's not wrong to make plans. That that's a good thing. I mean, Proverbs yeah. sixteen nine even tells us, you know, a man uh, plans his way, but the Lord directs his steps. The Lord establishes his steps. Like we make right. plans. That's a good yeah. thing. But are we consulting God? Are we seeking God? Are we, um, like we were talking about last time? Are we are we walking like in that mindset from the time I wake up to the time I go to sleep? Of Lord, what would you have me do today? Being led right. by the Spirit. Um, or is it just me and God, you can come along for the ride, you know, yeah. which honestly is a mindset I've seen more and more of people having of, you know, these are my plans. If the Lord's there, that's great. It's whatever. Mm. And yeah. that's, that's really a problem that I think is affecting the church as a whole and, um, the body crisis as, as a whole. We have people who they're not counting in the need for God or they go, well, I don't have to go to church to be a Christian. You don't, mm. but you're not going to be a successful one. Mm, yeah. They're not counting in the aspect of I need fellowship with other Christians to do right. my, to do life. If right. I spend six months out of the year away from the body, how can I expect to be a successful member of it? Right. Because at all That's times we are part of it. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> it's huge. 
but we're we we become arrogant in that and think I can do it my way when these things are they're in place not to restrict us or to you know push us down or make life burdensome or something they're not supposed to be a burden they're a blessing right. <laughs> these exactly. things are there to help to lift us up um the lord he he loves you he has a plan and a purpose in your life and like all these kind of things they're in place to help you right. um to help you in your walk but exactly. we we often we sub we, we don't submit ourselves to god uh, obviously like it says in, in verse seven but mm. instead of like resist the devil he will flee from you often we resist god we're like yeah. god leave me alone and let me do what i want to do when he's in i'm just Jealously yearning for the spirit that's within you. I want you. Exactly. Man. Mm. So he goes on here. As it is, you boast in your arrogance. All such boasting is evil. They're not even just, it's not even just a matter of they're making plans. Like, oh man, I forgot to think about, you know, what does the Lord want? How does, yeah. how do I do life? It's like they're boasting about how great their plans are and how, mm. you know, potentially they don't really worry about how God had thought about it. Yeah. Like, that's fine, Lord, but these are my plans. Right. And I and look how successful I am in my plans. Mm, that, and, <laughs> it it reminds me of a, a challenging thought I've often had is like um when I look at, at certain pursuits and things that I've done in life um and I see them succeed, uh mm. do I do I automatically assume that that's a blessing from God? Oh yeah. What if that's not? <laughs> what what if that's something in the the enemy is is, you know, has a part in that and right. is helping those things succeed so that I stay more distracted and I stay further away from God instead of humbling mm. myself and saying, Lord, if this isn't your will, if this is not what you're leading me to do, I don't want to do this. I don't want any part of this. I, I don't want to just assume that success or blessing or something is a, a an approval from God. Right. Um, if part of, uh, what God is leading me through and using me for is failure is the end is crash and burn and whatever. Okay. So be it. If that's yeah. what God is doing. Cool. I want to be a part of it, but that's, that's the whole point is like, Lord, what would you have me do today? But instead we, we jump in the boat, we, you know, row, you know, a mile inward and then we yell back to the land. Hey God, is this okay? Can I go here? <laughs> Instead of like, all right, here's the oar. Right. You, you take care of that i'm gonna lean back here and and just trust you yeah exactly now what's interesting is verse 17 so whoever knows the right thing to do and fails to do it for him it is sin now Oof. this isn't a separate conversation this is in the same line of text as what's happening here about you know making plans what is he saying what's the purpose of this line within this uh, body here Oh man, this is one that that's um stumped me for a long time too because it does seem like just where did that come from? Right. <laughs> like okay, here's a, a catch-all just oh by the way, if you know to do right and you don't do it, it's in. Go oh, what? Okay. Um <laughs> well, let me just re-examine my entire life, you know, and and right. freak out about it, but um like <laughs> We, we can see the direct, like immediate application of what he's talking about, like these specific things. If we're yeah. not applying these things, then okay. Yeah. If, if I know that this is how I should live and I don't do it to me, it's sin. Um, but even like in that context, I'll say first, um, I, I think that that does show us that like even the little things, yeah. even the little things like this, like verse uh, 13 seems like that's not a big deal. Like who cares? Um, but it, it's showing us that every area of our life should be submitted to God. 
every yeah. area, even like our planning, what I'm going to do today, tomorrow. And if I know that I should be uh, submitting myself to God and saying, what would you have me do and being spirit led? But instead, I boast in my arrogance and I, I say, I'm going to do this and that, um, then I'm in sin. It's not yeah. just I can't excuse that away and say, oh, I'm just, you know, being uh, business savvy and making good plans and, and whatever. No, I'm in sin because yeah. I'm doing it without God. Exactly. I, I heard, uh, what was it? Leonard Ravenhill? I think it was Leonard Ravenhill uh, said one time, like, the greatest sin isn't, uh, you know, murder or adultery or, or fill in the blank. The greatest sin is saying I can manage my life without God. That's mm. the greatest sin. It's like, whew. Okay. <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah, absolutely. I'd and, love and to hear a, your thoughts, too, because well, that, that is a, a an that, interesting verse. It is an interesting verse. And, and I, I think you kind of hit it on there. It's like he's he's kind of wrapping this th thought process up. He's going, look, you know, this sounds like a normal thing. I'm going to make plans. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do this stuff. And it's almost the suggestion that some of these people, they've operated in ignorance. and But some of them, they know that their business practices, the plans that they've done, they're not godly. They, mm -hmm. They've been warned by by leadership in the church, by, you know, a prophetic word, the Lord speaking to them personally going, do not do this. Yeah. You're ignoring certain things and it's not going to help you. And because they have refused to listen to God, they're operating in sin. God has grace for ignorance to a degree, to a mm. degree, but they've been warned specifically. And they're like, well, it's not yeah. a big deal. I'm just making business plans. Hmm. Just trying to feed my family. But what happens when you try to feed your family with sin? Right. It's not going to end well for somebody. Right. That's, I mean, that, that's kind of like what Jesus said in John 9, where he tells mm -hmm. them, uh, if you were blind, you would have no guilt. Right. But now that you say, we see, your guilt remains. Exactly. Um, so good. Well, uh, guys, um, here in a second, I'm going to ask Dustin for his final thoughts, his big walk away from this passage. But I want to hear from you guys. How has this encouraged you? How has it challenged you? What's your big takeaway? Leave a comment down below and let us know. Uh, reach out to us, mediahub at thbstreetport.com. We want to hear from you guys. We want to know how to pray with you and encourage you. Dustin, what's your big takeaway with this passage? It's a very practical one and something that I needed the reminder of. I'm grateful for the reminder of and something I'll... Uh, continue to put into practice and even more so today and and going forward is in everything seek god first yeah <laughs> seek god first is in every decision in every moment of my life when i wake up lord what would you have me do today in every decision that i'm making make sure i make it a matter of prayer um and and that's over everything like the beginning of what we talked about today is is about our words again so we know like the the practical side of it from chapter 3 like uh, be slow to speak, uh, quick to listen, those kind of things. But, um, Lord, help show me uh, where I miss the mark in that and and help me not to, to be judgmental in my heart, standing on a, a law that I somehow feel like I have authority over, but in everything. Um, God, lead me. I want to follow you um, even in the smallest things of life. Show me that, Lord, and lead me. Yeah, so good. Uh, kind of my big takeaway here, guys, is simply listen to the Lord mm. and everything. If we trust him and we listen to him, we're not going to speak evil against each other. Yeah. Because he's already going to be talking to us about ourselves and we're going to be able to speak with grace 
If we listen to him, he will lead us. He will guide us to wherever we're going on. When we're making our plans, if we're attentive to what he has for us, those plans will be blessed. God will take care of us. Um, I'm reminded of a book that somebody else read and told me about. <laughs> and it was a book about, about praying and seeking the Lord and making decisions. And uh, it walked you through prayer and fasting and all these things. And the last chapter of the book says simply, if you've done all these things, pick something. Because if you're doing all these things, you're in right relationship with God. You're abiding in him. And he'll bless what you put your hand to. But it mm. doesn't happen unless you've walked with him first. Mm. When we walk with him, there's grace, there's humility, and there's hope that comes out of everything we do, including how we speak to people and how we uh, do life. So wow. that's my big takeaway. want to hear from you guys. What's your big takeaway? Uh, Dustin, how can people get a hold of you, bud? Yeah, so um, I, I stream a lot of our uh, Bible studies and discussions like this. Uh, I do those kind of things over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Pastor Deuce, and you can find me there live and interact uh, as we dive deep into the Bible. We've read the entire Bible live on stream, and we also do a lot of really cool, interesting Bible studies there. Um, but uh, sometimes I'm hard to catch live. So uh, <laughs> YouTube is probably the best and most consistent place to find me because I take those studies that we do live and I edit them and I upload them over on YouTube. And you'll find uh, some very interesting uh, uh, study titles over there. Um, I, I, I Not clickbait. <laughs> They're just really interesting <laughs> questions <laughs> that right. uh, a lot of people are like, hmm, well, I've never really thought about that. So yeah, uh, yeah go check it out. YouTube.com slash Pastor Deuce. And we have all sorts of studies over there and also some gameplay. Uh, and stuff too i play a lot of retro games and whatever you can see them behind me there's sonic 3 right there right <laughs> um but yeah so we play some games too so i'd uh, love to connect with you love to get to know you more uh yeah so that's where you can find me awesome so thankful to have you on thank you for being part of this for the last couple of weeks and uh i really want to encourage you guys if you're watching and listening uh check the show notes down below and connect with dustin and what he does connect with his church cornerstone in tyler texas uh because he's helping to foster an amazing community both in the real life spaces and online. And I just really appreciate everything you do, Dustin. So ladies and gentlemen, make sure you follow us, us on uh, the midweek move on Facebook and uh, on YouTube. Uh, follow us and uh, connect with the healing place. A957 Kingston road, Shreveport, Louisiana, teach me Shreveport.com. Uh, because we want to help you take your next step with God. We want to help you be who God created you to be, know what he's saying and do what he's called you to do. So until next time, have a great week. Mm-hmm.